Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Bikini and the Brain podcast. My name is Ashley Kaltwasser, and to my left is Adam Bonilla from TeamElitePhysique.com. Hello, hello, everyone. Dot com. (laughs) What a week. What a week it is. You know, it's Monday. I'm excited. What a week. What a month. What a year. What a life. What a month it's been, right? What a life. It was been a good life so Vancouver, far. we traveled, then Pittsburgh, I traveled, then USA's were here. It was a, a whole bunch has gone on in this month. It's been a fun month. Yeah, June and July seems to be the most uh, exciting when it comes to shows yeah. and events and fitness things. And uh, it's warm outside and it gets dark later. And yeah, people are out and about living their best life. You know? Yeah, this is the best time of year in Vegas because everyone from Las Vegas says, man, it's hot. And I'm like, what did you expect? You live in a desert. Like everyone's yeah. complaining about the heat. Like it was the same last year. It was the same year before that. And then when in the winter, they're like, oh my God, I can't believe it gets so cold. Yeah, they're always know? surprised that yeah. it gets cold. It, like, it dabbles in like the 32 <laughs> sometimes. We, we might see a snowflake or two. Yeah. Usually see like one or two snows per year. Yes. Never sticks to the ground but you see the little dandruff flakes it is funny it is funny that everyone does that everyone everyone every man it's hot outside <laughs> like when it's july dude what you, we're, in, we're in a desert yeah. so anyway what do we what do we have today ashley for the the listening pleasure of everyone here well i think this is a good time to do like a little year recap year in review and kind of spill the tea on what our plans are moving forward yeah. you know it's uh yeah, it's July now, but uh, we're going to see the Olympia in, what is it, 13.5 weeks now? Or Yeah, something like that. So we're 13.5 weeks away or so. so Don't quote crazy. us. Something like that. It's so nuts because it's really going to hit hit us like I know. here soon. Like it's already like you get, like the 13 week, 13 and a half week out marker. It's there. It's real, but it's not like, you know, eight that weeks. 12 weeks and then it's becoming more real at eight and then four is like, what the heck? Four is like all oh, just constant state of oh, the Olympia, the Olympia, the uh, Olympia. <laughs> yeah, just wake up and that's all you think about. Yeah, that's basically yeah, how it goes. So exciting. Yeah, yeah really it excited. is. It's 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 exciting and it's nerve wracking all at the same time. Yeah, yeah, I always say this: the Olympia is exciting, but it's not necessarily fun. I don't. I, I don't mean that I don't enjoy it. There's just a difference. It's a different. It's a different vibe, you know, uh, for the competitors. I think it's more fun for the spectators, but I can say from a competitor, um, yes, it's exciting, but very high pressure show. I always like to uh, use the analogy that the Olympia is basically the final exam of the entire year, right? Meaning you can do well the whole year with your shows. You can have a very successful year, but if you fail that final exam, you might fail the class because that tends to be what people think about the most. They remember your Olympia placing. Like this show holds so much weight that that's how people remember you by. From like, oh, she got third last place or <laughs> last year. She got third <laughs> last year at the Olympia. Like, you know what I mean? Um, because it is basically the Super Bowl of our sport. So not that I expect people to know my whole like competition history, but that's with any competitor. They'll be like, oh, she was a top 10 Olympia girl or, oh, she got like, you know, she placed at the Olympia. That's how people like remember you. Yeah. So I I don't like that necessarily because it just, I don't know. I just, I love the Olympia and I love competing there, right? Um, but I do think like there's more experiences and memories to be made outside of just the Olympia, you know? I think that other shows, although they don't have as much hype, I I have some of my best memories from yeah. some of these shows that aren't 
Olympia shows, right? Um, some of the best times, some of my best looks sometimes came from shows that weren't Olympia. Um, but uh, yeah, the Olympia is a very high pressure show. It's exciting, but I wouldn't consider it fun. Um, not till after. Afterwards, like a big weight has been lifted off me. Like, <sighs> okay, I did it. <laughs> but leading up to it, I'm, you know how I am. I'm just so like high strung, I guess, is the way to describe myself leading up to Olympia, like that week of the Olympia or whatever. Yeah. It's a, it's a wild time for sure. Yeah. This, this year at the Olympia, hopefully you're not too, uh, you're not pulled in too many corners either, like pulled in too many places. That's the only thing too. I was always worried about how much, because there's so many things you could do at the Olympia too that add to the stress, photo shoots and videos and this and that. I've been better at that. (laughs) I used to really spread myself thin when it comes to that, but and ne- it, it will come inevitably regardless because there, as an athlete at the Olympia, you have to do a lot. You have to go to meet the athletes, press conference, check in, compete, tan, all that. So there's a lot of steps, even if I that I have to do that I didn't necessarily yeah. like. It, it's beyond my control. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, and it's good for people to hear this too, yeah. as like an athlete wanting to get to Olympia, like yeah. a lot comes with it. It's not just, yeah, you just prep, go on stage Olympia. Like yeah, there's like not, press conferences and yeah. things. And there's just so much, you know, um, sponsorship, you know, things that you want to do for the sponsor. Because right? yeah, yeah. you Like there's just so many things and you have to always be building your brand as an athlete too. So yeah, you should take advantage of the light that you're getting during the Olympia, a lead up to the Olympia, you know? So it's like, it's so much, there's just so much that goes into a so pro career much. that I think and people don't really see. But yeah, it's a, there's a lot, a lot that goes into it. Oh yeah. And that's just with the commitments, but we're also thinking about like, I'm just thinking about like how the weeks leading up to Olympia, I'm so like, I got competitor goggles so bad because it's like, you know, we always talk about in bikini, it's so fickle, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm too lean this day. I'm not lean enough this day. Like you want to bring your absolute freaking best to Olympia. So I'm during that whole month, I'm going to, overanalyze everything. I'm going to second guess myself so much like, Oh my God, no, I'm too lean today. And the next day I'm like, no, I'm too soft. Oh my God, (laughs) I need more muscle here. Or no, I'm good. I'm fine. Or let me try this new transition in my routine. Like just a lot goes through my head. I'm just like, so like engulfed in the Olympia, uh, leading up to it. But with that being said, I don't want it to sound like I'm ungrateful or I don't enjoy it. I enjoy it, but I just wanted to clarify there is a difference between fun fun shows and like high pressure shows, right? You're not as relaxed. So yeah, stress is high leading up to Olympia. Relaxation is low. Don't have any time to relax. It's all pressure, 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 all stress, stress, stress. But when it's done, it is so worth it. And you're just like, dang, I did that. Hopefully with a good outcome as well, but it is such a big weight that gets lifted off your shoulders. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. I'm excited for it, though. I'm ready. I feel good. I'm excited for it. I know that you're excited for it. And you've been in anticipation of the Olympia. You have um, some things you're going to be doing yeah. after you got done with Vancouver show and you officially decided. So yeah. we'll go into that today, too. But I wanted yeah. to go into um, for the for the fans, these next four, 13 and a half weeks are going to be really, really good. So I, I like that the sport is really like kind of like builds up at this time. Yeah. And it's like for the fans, it's going to be really exciting just because everyone who still needs to qualify for the Olympia. There's a lot of people like coming back to try to qualify. And there's a lot of people who are, get, I guess, getting their feet wet a little bit more before the Olympia that are already qualified. There's some of the Olympia blockers that are going to be coming out. So it was like so much excitement these next 14 weeks, 13 yeah. and a half weeks. 
probably gonna be the roughest waters uh, for someone trying to qualify for the Olympia who's not qualified these next like 13 weeks or so yeah. right now. Yeah. So it'll be fun as a fan too. I love when the sport gets like tough and then there's that last show. It's the last show of the year is always like the most, it's fun because I've been, I've been part of it. I don't think I'll be part of it this year. I don't think so. Um, but the, that last show, usually it was like a points thing, you know, that, that caused it because there's no points now. But the, the last show before, like the last qualifying show for the Olympia, it's like, oh, this girl needs three points and this girl needs two points. And is she going to beat her? And maybe she'll win it. And, and there's like all these people who might get it. So that's always the fun one too. That's a popcorn show. I'm just like yeah. glued to it watching. Like what's going to happen? It gets crazy, <laughs> yeah. right? I think we're, we're starting to get on the edge of their seats for the competitors that are, yeah, like you said, they haven't qualified yet, but they need to. It's going to get harder and harder because I think I, I did notice uh, – an abnormal amount this year of kind of competitors waiting more to, to like the end of the year or towards the Olympia to, to qualify, which I wouldn't do that. Strategically, (laughs) Strategically, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that, but Hey, I'm not everyone obviously. Um, and I don't really have to qualify because qualify for life. Hey, um, but, uh, if I were to qualify, I certainly wouldn't want to wait that long. I'd be like, I'd be one of those competitors. Like, What's the first show I can qualify for? I'm going to start it because yeah. I just wanted to, would want to get that out of the way and not have that hanging. And yeah, some of these girls wait to, will literally wait till like the last qualifying month to try. And I'm like, you're crazy. It's a lot of extra. You are unnecessary crazy. Stress. Yeah. I mean, maybe they're very confident, but you never know. That's in yeah. these bikini streets. You just don't know. These bikini streets, man, these bikini streets thro- are rough. They throw <laughs> us curveballs all the time. <laughs> we always say, we always say, always say to Ashley, it's rough up in these bikini streets. I know. They don't know. <laughs> see, they see me, they see me win and they just don't know. They just don't know. It's, it's hard. It's hard in these streets. Don't know. <laughs> yeah. So you can go from, you know, first in, in to, to 10th place in a weekend man it's just looking exactly the same so yeah these these next 13 and a half weeks they're going to be exciting every weekend is going to be fun and exciting just seeing what's going to happen who's going to win um i know yeah it's just it's just crazy over this yeah it's fun so but anyway um speaking of which these next 13 and a half weeks what's what's going on with you ashley so before we get into what i'm currently doing and what my plans are for the olympia let's do a little recap of this year so far very briefly and uh yeah just just a kind of Bring back memories. So starting with the Arnold Classic this year, that is the show that Adam did not want me to do. And in hindsight, I shouldn't have done it. I should have got my freaking eye surgery, but I'm stubborn. Okay. And I just wanted to, yeah, looking back with my one good working eye, looking back, not the bad one, just looking back. Um, (laughs) Looking back with a good one. (laughs) Looking back. Yeah, I should have. I should have just got my eye surgery then, right? So I'm kind of fast forwarding. You'll you'll see me touch on this topic later in this podcast, but I need to get strabismus eye surgery because I see double 24 seven, 365 days a year. So um, it's not LASIK. So a lot of people think that like when I say eye surgery, like, oh yeah, I got LASIK like two years ago. I was back in the gym and like two days. I'm like, yeah, I wish. No, I have to get like put under and they chop my little eye muscles and tighten them and it's kind of gruesome when you think about it I don't even think people touch my eye but yep that's basically it but um the reason why I you know I I would have to take time off and I wouldn't be able to do the Arnold so again people are probably like well it's your eye why why can't you work out like after it's like well um just to, to make things short um the recovery process of it you might think like well what does your eye have to do with like why can't you train legs like what what it's your eye 
you can see with one eye. It yeah, I can see with one eye. That's fine, but like apparently you can't really raise your blood pressure much or do anything like intense with lifting or even being like upside down or horizontal or anything like that because the little tiny itty bitty small little blood vessels in your eyeball that help recover and, and heal your eye can easily like burst or get disrupted if you raise your heart rate, blood pressure, et cetera. So yeah, that'll put me out of the gym. And even when I do start working out, I'll have to do like five pound weights and my eye turns like beet red. I look yeah. like a double eye too. That's kind of nasty. And I can't even wear contacts for like months or makeup, but yeah. But anyway, enough about that. Enough <laughs> about nasty eyeball talk. I'm getting too off track. Um, but basically that would have been a good time to do it. And I know I had to do it. <sighs> but, uh, you know, I just, I was a little bit of an overachiever and I just wanted to go for it. But, um, yeah, at, at the Olympia or sorry, Arnold, you know, I really didn't have much gap between Arnold and prepping for Olympia. Um, and even after the Olympia, I got sick. I think a lot of people got sick after yeah, Olympia. No, that, was a, that was the crazy. You dodged that one. That's, isn't that wild? Right. Yeah. I get sick like once every like five years and it's this, the it's like death sick, you know, but yeah, everyone got sick there at the Olympia. The Olympia, they called it the Olympia flu, and I don't know. If it was I, COVID I, I or what, said but. it was the Olympia strain, Olympia cron strain, Olympia cron COVID strain. It's like just this jacked strain of COVID that just got only, everyone. Just <laughs> only that that mutated at the Olympia, because yeah. yeah, there was so many people that got it. But yeah, that put me out, and God, I lost a lot of weight. I don't know how or why. I think it's like my body is trying to fight it off and using all those calories. So that was definitely even after. Like, it's not like I went back to my prep diet. Yeah. I was kind of loosey-goosey with Did it. Did you get it? The Olympia flu? Oh, she didn't get it. Oh, okay. shoot. She gets, she, gets, she's, she gets sick with everything else. Well, <laughs> you, get, you guys are pretty special. Yeah, that's crazy. Awesome. I, was, I thought Especially for sure she would, get, she would get it. Yeah, that one was. was like, you know taking pictures and stuff with everyone. I know. I mean, it's so funny because I knew that it was going around. And then every time I'd be next to someone, I was like, man, I have to get it. Because I'm like right next to Even in the proximity of me, like not getting it. It's yeah. crazy. But uh, yeah, I, I lost a lot of weight. Yeah. Shoot. I remember trying to get it, get it back on. And I just, I don't know. I, it just My muscles were so flat and everything. And basically at the Arnold, I, that was not my best look. No, no, it wasn't. I feel like I was too... What's the way to describe it? You didn't pop. I wasn't you, pop. You I was very the, flat. The hardness. Yeah, it was. I was like lean, but like flat. Yeah, it's a hard thing to, to you know, when you're filling back out and trying to get that density right and you could be lean and still not pop. You know, people don't understand yeah. that. And it's just because, yeah, I mean, you're, you recently lost a little. You're trying to put it back. You're trying to fill out, right? And that's the thing where people don't understand. I was talking to somebody the other day and they were like, yeah, I just have to lose like 30 pounds to get ready for stage. And I was, it's a big, this is like bikini division and I could do it in 16 weeks. And I'm like, yeah, technically you probably could do it in 16 weeks. Like I'm not going to try to prep you for that. <laughs> that's, that's crazy for someone who wants to weigh 120 pounds on stage to lose 30%. That's 25% of their weight in 16 weeks. And then, then is it's not just losing the weight. You have to look a certain way. Right. It's there's a difference of losing weight number and a looking perfect number. And those are, totally different things that the 16 weeks, yeah, you can lose weight. You probably need another four weeks to like look right, to let inflammation go down of your muscles, to really soak up the carbs after you've been through this hard diet. And so it's hard to do both at once, you mm -hmm. know? So yeah, Absolutely. you just didn't have the pop. Yeah. I didn't have the pop. I'm not saying that was like the worst I've ever looked. It's not like I was embarrassed, but again, hindsight's 2020. 
Mm. And <laughs> I was like, well, shoot, I, should, I guess I should have gotten that eye surgery then. <laughs> Is that an eye pun? An eye, like it was an, an eye pun, pun yes. <laughs> I yes, like I have a lot of eye puns that I like to incorporate. <laughs> oh, my favorite little eye joke is, the only thing lazy about me is my eye. The left one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so not my best, but not my worst. It was just kind of meh. I guess the best way to describe it, I was like, meh, you know. Mm. But uh, anyway, I didn't do too bad. I got like fourth there. So it's like whatever, but definitely seeing myself better. So the next show was Pittsburgh. And by then, I got my pop back. Finally, I got my pop back. That was in May. So um, actually, I got a lot of good feedback from that show from the judges saying that like, this is the fullest we've seen you. This is the best you've looked. Um, I don't think, uh, I, I don't know if it was my best. I don't know. It's hard to say because every, you know, every show comes with a different scenario and you're always, you know, maybe more critical on yourself than others. I, I don't know if that was my best look. I don't know. I was a little softer than, than usual. And that's, I think starting at Pittsburgh is when I kind of went, we tried more of like, going for more fullness, I think, is when yeah. when that started. Like playing a little bit more with the fullness. Yeah. And that's one thing I've liked about this year a lot too. You've been you've been really open to it and like, okay, let's go for it. Let's just go for more carb, more fullness, more everything, you know. So it's been it's been a fun year with that. Yeah. And maybe, you know, looking back on it, maybe if I wasn't so flat looking at the Arnold, I wouldn't have been as willing to try that. Cause when I saw my Arnold, I was like, ah, yeah, I know I can look better than this. So perhaps, maybe, you know, they say everything happens for a reason. <laughs> I don't know. But I was willing to do, like, the more fuller look. And I think it looked nice on me, you know. Yeah. I think Pittsburgh was a good look. Um, I, uh, yeah, I got second at that one. It was a pretty big show. So, um, yeah, Pittsburgh, Arnold, both really big shows, big high-pressure shows. And then uh, these next four shows after that were, now these are what I would call fun shows. Okay, fun shows where there are not as much pressure, not as much eyes on you. And I liked that in these four shows, we really took these four shows and experimented with these. So I think like when you, you guys already know, I love competing a lot. And I do, I, I do. But also we do these shows to learn as well. And I don't think people realize that, you know? Yeah, and I think that it's important you know, I like to do these podcasts always going over, okay, what can you do with this according, to, like, how can you take this info and apply it to yourself? Because it makes the most sense, um, you know, practical application wise for anyone who's listening. But for you, um, if you're trying to, let's say your big Olympia show is USA's or North Americans or one of these national shows, right? The pro qualifying shows, these smaller shows you can experiment with and, you know, be like your local shows and be like, I'm going to try for this marker of being full, what's too full, what's too soft, right? And getting some feedback and getting in front of, you know, a Sandy, a Tyler, someone like that, where you can kind of seek them out where they're where they're judging and then get in front of them and be like, all right, I tried being full or see what they liked. Well, they said I was too soft, so I need to bring it down a little bit. And so you kind of find your markers and throughout the year you try new things. And I think that that's important because uh, too often, and I think it's awesome that, that a lot of girls do this. I will say that I do, you know, I met a lot of people at USA's over the weekend and a lot of girls were like, this is my second show. And I was like, dang, that's crazy, your second show? Like, hats off to you for going after your second show. But there's just so many, there's just, it's so hard to nail it the second time you're there. I, I've gotten pro cards at the second show with girls. I've done mm -hmm. it before. But it is so much harder to, to know. And you just keep, you know, you, it's always important to just keep learning, keep trying new things, understand that it, it's always evolving. Bikini is constantly evolving. 
So, um, yeah, trying new things with your posing, your your hair different ways, your different color exactly. suits, like just all these little things. Uh-huh. Um, and I think throughout the season, especially if it's local to you and it's not that hard for you to compete, you know, you're, it's local, you just get on stage, it's a couple hundred bucks and you get to practice new things, you should go for it and have that in your arsenal of, okay, this is how... I'm going to attack my now national level show, which is your Olympia level show, right? So Yeah, it's crazy to me that like, I don't know how people that, you know, who are top 10 people at the Olympia, I don't know how they don't do several shows throughout the year for trial and error error purposes, right? And you could say, oh, we'll just do a fake peak week. It's not, it's not the same. I'm sorry. I can't speak for everyone, but you can't get me as motivated as I'd actually be on an actual peak week and stuff. But also, you won't really be able to see the improvements like you would on stage with the tan, with the glaze. You know, I look much different pale without a without glaze on than I do on stage when I'm tan. Everything's popping. I'm wearing my heels, wearing my suit. So you could say that and, you know, but it doesn't translate like you think it does. And, you know, for me, I tried different things every single show and maybe the viewers didn't even notice. These are little tiny minute things that I change here and there that Adam might pick up on and me and that's it. You know, whether that be, oh, I'm going to try my hair parted a different way or this or that, or I'm going to try this new little transition when I'm on stage. Let's see how it looks. Um, and every single show I actually wore a different suit too, right? That's another thing too, is like with the suits, especially since mine are like custom from angel competition, bikinis, code Ashley K fit to save, best bikini company out there but (laughs) if you have like a new suit that's never been worn before like i'm i'm the experiment right and you don't know how it looks until you're under the stage lights because looking at it in person is different from looking at it with the tan under the stage lights and all that so i'm always changing things slightly and i'm always learning things and these four shows i feel so much more confident that we did these four shows in particular that I'm like, oh, I've never felt more confident about like how to go about my peak weeks and my preps and what to do, what, what not to do. I've learned so much. And it's funny to think that I've competed so long and I've won so many shows, but I'm still learning. And if I'm still learning, you guys definitely should be still learning yep. too, right? There's always things that we're picking up on. And I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. This has been a good year for me too, learning. And I, I think that's too. The the more, the longer I do this, the less I think I know, you know? And when I was younger, I thought I knew everything. You know, when I was like 18, 19, I was like, oh, this is, this, you're crazy. This is why. Like, here's the reasons. And like, I thought, it, and now I'm older. I'm like, oh, maybe that is right. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe you are right. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's fun to like keep, you know, you build your library up, but then you realize, hey, there's probably more books. You know, there's yeah. probably still more books. So absolutely. Yeah. And you know, with the body too, it's like, even though you can kind of assume things about it, the body does what it does sometimes. Right. Yeah. But you have to kind of navigate around it. So the four shows that I'm referring to is I did Nevada state mile high Patriots pro, and we ended off on Vancouver. So these four shows went really well for me. Um, I won all of them. Um, and I tried new things with each and every one tried new suits, slightly different posing with each one. And I learned lots and especially the last show. So Vancouver was a two day show, right? That was our biggest challenge. That was the biggest challenge. Okay. So when I'm not going to lie, when I first saw Vancouver on the list, 
I was like, yeah, I want to do it because I won it in 2018. We had such a good time there. Yeah. That was our third show together, yeah. right? I was like, I want to do it. But then I saw like the schedule of events and I'm like, oh, this is a two-day show. Oh, dang. Like Pittsburgh was a two-day show. They're tough, man. They are so tough. So I was like, oh, man. And then I got even more discouraged when I saw the times. Like bikini started at like 7 p.m. for prejudging on Saturday and like 7 p.m. for finals on Sunday. I'm like, oh, there is no way. I was like, I even text you. I'm like, well, there goes that. I was <laughs> like, this became less fun to me. But then I was like, you know what? Shoot, I'm not weak. Bring it on. Challenge <laughs> accepted. It's so inconvenient for me because here's the thing. I'm such a morning person such a morning person that I lose focus and motivation throughout the day. And going back to my eyeball, <laughs> when I like literally lose focus, I like when, when my brain loses focus throughout the day and I'm not as alert, my eyes literally lose focus too. Yeah. The nighttime, especially at the nighttime. Right. That's why I'm such, I'm such a morning person. So even at Pittsburgh, I was like, I even told you, I was like, I couldn't even focus. And like, I just remember walking, like going on stage and like, I couldn't even get my eyes to like see single, like, you know what I mean? So my double vision was very bad on Pittsburgh and it definitely showed, I think, <laughs> it definitely showed a bit, I think in my presentation. Um, but uh, yeah, going back to it, I was like, you know what, it's going to be tough, but I need to be uncomfortable. This is going to be an inconvenient and uncomfortable show. That's what I need. That's what I need. I can't, the Olympia is not going to be a breeze, right? Yeah. I'm going to run into this situation again. I want to challenge myself. Bring it on. Challenge accepted. So we did it. We went to Vancouver. And, you know, at Vancouver, I learned that, like, you know, the, the I think the biggest thing we figured out was my water intake. The water was a tricky one, yeah. So I was telling Adam these past three shows, um, I was like, you know, I mean, I'm, I know I have my carbs. I'm not like skipping out on carbs. I'm very well carbed up. Um, but I was like, ah, I just can't get the same kind of pump I would. Cause it, it would be so frustrating. Cause I would work out with Sam. I'd pick up a weight and I'd have like a pump already. I'd have, you know, like, Oh, look, my little bicep veins popping out. But it was like so frustrating. Cause throughout the year I was like, like pumping up so hard with carbs. And I'm like, why can I not get a pump it's like usually so easy for me if I'm just working out any other day. And um, I'm always hydrated. I never really cut water, only on show day. So basically the day before show, I'm drinking gallon and a half of water. Show day, probably not a good idea to drink so much water because you don't want to look pregnant on stage. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's uh, not that we purposely cut water. I'll still drink it, but I'm just super careful it's like sips of water sips, sips of, of water because yeah. just think about it if you were to have a gallon and a half of water right before going on stage right yeah. how would your stomach look not yeah. the same because in bikini man you gotta have the smallest little waistline you know what i mean so we tried to really push the water of vancouver and i think we solved the problem it wasn't carbs it wasn't salt because i i keep my sodium in i don't cut that either i don't do any i really don't deplete you know i don't do these crazy things for peak week. I'm very well fed, but I guess that was the answer. I just really need to push it more. Yeah. And we tried 
the show prior, we tried um, like a liquid carb before yeah, it was a like pump-up too. Glycogen a, yeah, kind of. Highly branched cyclodextrin. It's like a, a HBCD. It's like a carbohydrate. It's like a really easily processed carbohydrate. Yeah. It's like a very good carbohydrate they, for you. Yeah, you too. scoop it and you put yeah, it Yeah, so water. she was like, oh, I'll try it. <laughs> because it's liquid carb and it's a waste of, of calories. Well, but, I hate liquid liquid <laughs> carbs. But we tried what a waste. That. It, didn't, it didn't do as much as I wanted it to do. I was thinking it would have a lot better effect. Um, and it's a weird case because with Ashley, the water is affected a little bit more than the normal person because she drinks so much water. We think, yes. we think we're not sure, but we think that that's yeah. a possibility. So, so why don't you tell them about like your own settings? Like you're, yeah. you're severe. I'm sorry, Adam, you pee three times a <laughs> so day. The first time had your problem, your water I, settings are probably so much lower than like mine. Yeah. Like to require you to be actually hydrated. Versus me, I'm so used to drinking. So yeah. why don't you go into that? So we all have, we call, I mean, we all have this thing called homeostasis. So when you're homeostatic is basically when your body's all at its, its normal levels of intake. So sometimes people will be like, how much sodium should I have? And I'm like, just have as much as you always have. You know, that's the answer, amount. your normal mm -hmm. amount. And they're like, well, I don't know how much it is. I'm like, well, then don't worry. Just keep having how much you've had. That's what your body's used to. That's your homeostatic setting of sodium intake is whatever you've gotten used to taking. Now, is there extremes of that? Yeah, you probably, some people maybe reduce whatever because they're eating way too much, but your body gets used to what you're doing. So um, in terms of, and I don't know how much that would apply in terms of hydration and the, on the short end of things, like me, I'm probably under, probably always in a- you pee three a times a day. <laughs> Luckily when I'm boxing so much, I get so thirsty that I have to, but um, especially like Tuesday through Friday, because I box like twice a day or Tuesday through Friday. But the- um, so now I'm drinking a lot more. So I'm doing better. Good. But Ashley drinks a, a crazy amount of water. I do. It's I love not, water. Because I like I put those gallon starbursts in my gallons and I put like I put them in my gallons. It's so easy to drink. So on a, so <laughs> normally how I want people to drink water is one ounce per pound is what I basically say. So two hundred pound man, two hundred ounces. One hundred twenty pound female, one hundred twenty ounces a gallon, right? So it's just based based on that. But Ashley is basically like two to 2.5 ounces per pound a day, like just by drinking. It's crazy how much water. I drink a lot Yeah, of she drinks. And so I'm like, it doesn't make sense that you'd be flattening out water-wise. Like right. it's, it can't be water. Because I'd be, be drinking two gallons before the yeah. day before. So we were like, all right, well then let's try more carbs. Let's try electrolytes. Let's try just some water. More sodium with, and everything. Yeah, yeah, sodium. Let's try some HBCD carbs with water before. Maybe it's the carbs you're going through quicker than I think you are. And none of it was working. And then like, she was like, you know, I do drink a lot of water. You think that, and I was like, maybe there's something to that. That doesn't really make a lot of sense on paper. You know, it wouldn't, cause it's like, you know, you're setting, it's just, you're still going to drink throughout the, it just didn't make a lot of sense. So yeah. So there is a number that she has to have, which is more than, I will say it's more than pretty much everyone else <laughs> that you have. That's your normal, like that works better for you. And this is new. So we're not a hundred percent sure yet that you're going to have to drink, even though everyone else is just doing sips, you're going to have to do like a scheduled yeah. amount, right? So, so what I did was when I woke up, upon waking, I started chugging water. So much know? water the day of the show. Oh, yes. A gallon. I had a lot. A gallon the day before she stepped on stage, which is unheard of. Mm-hmm. So uh, the day of the stage, you mean? Yes. Before the, stepping on stage, before, not before. Yeah, yeah the day well, of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just to clarify. So it was a later show, to be fair, but I think we can apply that knowledge, like, and maybe even if I don't get a whole gallon in, like upon waking, I think I need to chug, honestly. You know what I mean? Um, so this show allowed us the luxury to do that because it was a later show. So use it to our advantage. So 
Yeah, like I said, I never cut water. I think that's never really a good idea, especially for somebody that's trying to stay full. But like for me, um, I drink. I need to drink even more than what I think I need to drink is basically what, what we're trying to say. And, you know, these last, um, I would say, with the exception of the Arnold Classic, I came in a few pounds heavier for these shows. Yeah. I put on good freaking muscle throughout. I'm really happy about that. I... You know, a lot of people will sit there and be like, well, the more shows you do, the worse you're going to look. Uh-uh. I think I ended off on my best look, and I started off on my worst. I think I got better, honestly. Um, and we've been getting feedback at every show, which you guys should too. If ever you do a show, get feedback. Very important. Super important. Yeah. You know? And I always tell the judges, like, be harsh. Just don't hold back. I want to know what I can fix. And it's funny because last year I was just getting upper body, upper body, and I'm getting more, less and less of that. Like I've had like once just like maybe a little bit more, but it's definitely come a long way. Just maybe a little more. And like versus last year, it was like much more of like an obvious thing. And I see it on myself too. I'm like, shoot, I'm becoming more symmetry, symmetrical, right? That is such a cool thing. Yeah, there's been a couple of shows where you looked kind of like the big, the bigger girl yeah. in the show. I was I'm, like, I'm not the smallest one anymore. Yeah, I was these like, few pounds. I mean, although it's two pounds in the bikini world, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. When a when a bikini girl weighs, you know, 120 pounds, two pounds is like you know, two percent almost of her. Yeah, you know, it's it's a it's a that's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. So. Yeah, and you know. Some of it's fullness and some of it is, I do believe, to be actual muscle. Because even me being two weeks removed from a show, I'm like, I'm still like, this isn't just, this isn't just a carb up. Yeah. This isn't just, like, I, I feel more solid up top. And I'm really proud of that. You know, that was such a big obstacle for me. And I would train and train. And I don't know. It's just, I'm so happy that it's becoming less of an issue. Yeah. You've been you putting know? in the hard work. I mean, yeah. putting in the hard work, training every day, five of the days with, with Sam. I mean, it's, it's a, you know, you guys work hard and you, you deserved it. So yeah. it's, it's cool too. Cause you're a, you're a living experiment. You're a living like a uh, ongoing experiment, which I love. That's pr one of the things I love most about there's hard things. There's hard things that the way you do things, but the, the good things are it's constantly being proven because there's no, there's no studies. There's no tests. There's none of these things are ever going to be done with. Can you, build while in a deficit half the year, basically. Um, can you build while you're constantly competing? Can you have a high level athlete grow during a season when they're competing? Um, can you stay lean while growing? Like all these, all these arguments that all these people keep having, like, oh, you can't do that. You can't do that. I'm like, years and years now we've been doing it. You know, I say, watch me. Yeah. That's we've been what I say. doing it. We've been doing it. Like tell your coach, watch Ashley, look at her pictures in 2018 versus now. She hasn't taken on a, a full off season where she's like six months, eight months just building. And I, you never saw me like 30 pounds up or anything either that people think that they need to yeah, do. Yeah. Nope. They've ne she's never. Yeah. I, I think the most was just one time close when to I 10. When I went to Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. It was 11, I think. Or was it? And then so, and then ever since then, it's been always like within six pounds, which is leaner than I will say most people should stay. But if, if you're built like that, you're built like that. It's different, you know? And so um, it just, it's cool to, it's cool that you're, and I don't, I don't think you see it or you'll ever take credit for it, but you are changing the way that people approach bikini because you're 
proof. Your proof is, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, hey, proof in the pudding right here. Here it is. You know, people are not, they're a lot less blowing up after the show that. because we're, we're, of course, we're, we're, we're leading the charge at that, of course. Um, they're competing more often. They used to complain about you competing often. Now those same girls are competing just as often. Oh, it's not. Uh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> that seems a little hypocritical, mm, but okay. okay. <laughs> we got to throw that in once a year. <laughs> of course, we won't let it die. <laughs> no, that, that'll we, never we don't die. forget. We the internet forget. will never let that one go, which is, it's just marvelous. I think it's so funny. Mm -hmm. So, but the, it's just, it's changing the way that things are, are being approached, you know? And it's really cool because before we'd ha I'd have these arguments in 2018 and everyone would give me so much slack for it. And now it's like, yeah, like you just crickets, you know, like crickets. I wish I could go back and like find those guys. Like, what were you saying about that? That, that, yeah. that one time, right? That, you know, it's, it's so funny. And, um, and it's so funny too, is that they'll say it like in, they'll take any like slip that might've happened. Like maybe you got whatever, a second or a third at a show that like, maybe you would have like they, they just expect you see i told you oh, see i God, told you yeah. that if you just had an off season she would have been just oh, fine I hate that. and i'm like I'm like where where are you now though where are you guys out you're, you're the same guys right so yeah it's cool to, it's cool that you're doing it i am um, i know you do it because you love it but it's also cool because it is a it's something that maybe years from now people will look at and be like there was this girl you know like maybe like 30 40 years this girl named ashley and she did this incredible thing and she competed and i think people will talk about it because of how it'll evolve at that point, right? I love it. Yeah, because it, it's a, it's a... I want to be a freaking legend, Adam. Yeah. Well, I don't think that you have to want to be at this point anymore. I think you think you have... No, I got a lot to do, Adam. You don't understand. No one out there understands. They think I'm kidding. I'm just getting started. Like, I mean that. Like, don't even say I'm... When you say I already am, I'm not halfway there. I'm not even close to being done. So don't even... I got a lot to do. I'm glad that you have a lot, a lot to do. I got a lot to do. I love the, I love the ride. It's so fun. Oh, I'm still hungry. Yeah. Okay. Not not literally. I'm I'm very satisfied. <laughs> That's a, what the good thing about you yeah. is you don't get too hungry too often. No, I mean, I'm, I'm hungry for some more W's. I'm hungry to make improvements. But yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Listen, I think my biggest pet peeve these last few years is when people pretend like they know more about my body and how to prep my body and how well I would do if I took time off. They think they know more than my actual coach who's <laughs> been working with me since 2017. They think they know more than me. Oh, she would, she would be so much better if she just took an off season and put on 20 pounds and like, <laughs> listen, everyone's different. That might've worked for you, but everyone's scenario is so freaking different, you know? And I, I think it's silly going back to like placing so much weight on one show, the Olympic. Yes, it's great. I would love to win it again. Sure. But that's not everything. Okay. I, I, like I said, some of the best memories I had are just some fun shows and we had good laughs yeah. and I was proud of my package and I nailed my routine and memories that's going to last forever. And it might not be a big hype show, but to me it meant something. And people put so much weight and people will take off that whole year just so they can do good at one show. Not me. Listen, I live in Vegas, but I'm not going to put bets on that. Like I would <laughs> never gamble and be like, well, maybe if I did take off this whole year, maybe, maybe I can place higher at the Olympia. I'll just take off the whole year, forget everything else for this one show that I might do better at and might not. And you know, what's funny is I see girls taking off whole years and they do even worse. 
not necessarily at the Olympia, but even at shows. Yeah. I'll see the social media. I'm taking off this year so I can build and improve. And then they do worse. How bad would that freaking suck? Yeah. That's not going to be me. Like, you know, I, I, risk versus reward. We got to think logically. I'm not a betting person. I'm not going to gamble my whole season just to maybe do better when I'm already improving each show. And people will say, oh, you're not really making improvements. I, I, I beg to differ. The thing is, I compete so frequently that you're not. Of course, when I compete in two week, one, week two, week three or whatever, oh, what what improvements are you expecting to see other than maybe conditioning or being tighter or something with my my presentation hair makeup? It's not like you're going to see me put on a drastic amount of muscle in that period of time. But if you take my year to year to year, like my 2018, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, you'll see I've made improvements. But you might not see like in a two-week span – like, oh, she put on so much shoulders, like, you know. Um, but I think it's pretty incredible to see. But, yeah, we get a lot of flack for that, and I, I hate that. Don't <laughs> pretend like you're my coach. You don't know, okay? Listen, whatever I've been doing, it's been working well for me. Yeah. I'm not complaining. I have not gotten worse throughout this year. And believe me, if I was getting worse and worse at these shows, I would have been like, okay, time to take a little break. But I wasn't. Yeah. I'm very smart about this. I don't just go willy-nilly and compete just because. I listen to my body big time. And so if I'm ever getting worse, we'd be like, uh, and we found the trends of when you do get worse, you know, yeah. like when there's X amount of shows in a row or scenarios and we're like, okay, we're going to have to pull back for a little bit. Right. You know? And so we totally, it's, and that's the thing is people say, oh, well, like how you said, oh, someone put on 20 pounds and that worked for them. Yeah. That might've worked for you, but who's to say the other way wouldn't have worked better. Right. right. We, we don't know that because you've only done it that way. Right. And so, um, that's important to, to take note too. Maybe that way it does work for you. And so, um, I'm, I just think it's awesome that you're doing it because very few people would like almost no one would be up for that, you know, to, but when you prove that it works, because if, if we took this out, right, we took Ashley out of the equation and we're just like, and I was just saying it, I was just this crazy coach and I was just like, yeah, you should stay within 10% of your stage weight and then you can make improvements and everyone else would for the all of time have been doing 20 pounds, 30 pounds post show. They would, everyone would say I'm crazy, right? But now that we have this like practical application of it, it, it's like, you know, this is the way it's working. Like there's really hard to argue against it. Maybe it will work for you. you yeah. know, maybe it's the way that you should do it. I, I think, you know, I just say, hey, I want you to stay fit. That's all I want you to do. I just want you to stay fit. Like Absolutely. you're a fitness person. And yeah. and to be clear too, even in my like off season or whatever, like I'm not as lean as people think. Like I've seen girls stay much leaner throughout the year. I just don't get fluffy. Yeah. I get a little softer, a little, my lines are blurred, but I don't think it's to the point where it's like, oh my gosh, she's strided in the off season. Like, nah, I don't have, listen, I don't have tie-ins in the off season. I'll tell you that. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I, I do think like at some point, like if you're really, really depleted, like of course, but that is not us just to clarify. I think I'm fit. You can still recognize I'm an athlete. Like some girls I see in the off season, and I'm like, I'm not even, I wouldn't even know if they were an athlete. Like that, I couldn't, that could never be me. Yeah, I never understood that because it's, you're a fitness competitor, but then you look nothing like a fitness competitor except when you compete. Like you should be fit right. all the time. Like a, right. like you see a basketball player, they always look like basketball right. players. <laughs> like they don't like not look like 
a tall guy with a giant gut. Like he's just always looks like pretty much like a basketball player. Right. You know, it doesn't matter if he's in season or off season, you know, they don't show up and I was, yeah. you know, they don't show up to, you know, training camp 40 pounds overweight. They're always about the same, like they're about the same shape. Right. Yes. So it's like, I just don't get it. Why in our sport, which is based on looks <laughs> that we're the ones who do it. Like hockey players don't do that. They might be like 10 pounds up before camp starts, but that's like a big deal to them. They're like, oh, I gotta right. get that off. Like the baseball camp, same thing. It's like barely up. Like barely, but we're like 30 pounds girls. Like the guys are like, you know, these are 200 pound, you know, baseball players, 200 pound big dudes, you know? And they're like, oh yeah, I put on a little weight in the, in the off season time to get training camp going again. I'm 10 pounds up. I'm like, wait, you're a 120 pound girl. You're up 30. (laughs) I don't get it. This guy's a pitcher and he's up eight. Right. (laughs) What's going on? (laughs) And if you want to make the argument as well as like, well, girls, you know, being that lean, you know, maybe they think baseball you don't have to be lean or like that well then i would i would also argue like a marathoner or something like that they're they're probably leaner than me right now honestly like they're probably my stage lean i've got more muscle of course but like it just goes to show you like i think it's a big cope for people but you know i i I would it would never be me i i don't ever want to blow up like that i i like the feeling of being lean actually i feel i i i don't walk i glide yeah okay these Thighs, they don't rub, <laughs> but if I, if I were to get a little softer or, or a little too soft, I should say a little fluffy, I don't feel, I don't feel as good. I like feeling like this, how I'm feeling now. I feel, I feel great. I glide. I glide. I'm very stealth and efficient. You know, uh, I don't have that, like anything weighing me down, I guess, you know? Um, but again, I don't, I don't think I'm like overly lean in my little breaks between shows and stuff. Right. I, I don't, I'm not literally stage lean every single time, Um, you know, but something else to be said as well, like taking more time off and, and like really, if you want to go that route of putting on more weight or whatever, listen, I'm not a newbie lifter. Okay. There are no more newbie gains to be made, which means having that, like taking that time off just to focus on just lift, lift, lift it's not gonna have the same effect as a newbie like person that's new to this, right? They can put on more muscle like by taking those breaks. Whereas me, I'm kind of kind of set where I am. Little little fluctuations here and there. Um, muscle growth will be basically what I'm saying is muscle growth will be at a minimum whether I'm leaner or softer because I've been doing this so long. You know, muscle limitations. And everything. We're kind of refining the muscle at this point. But regardless of how lean I am, it's going to be difficult to put on muscle anyway. We're refining, refining the muscle. I've been doing this a long time. I've been an athlete my whole life. So it's not like there's like, whoa, undiscovered muscle just by taking this big old break and and like not competing and and putting on on fluff. Yeah, people don't understand that because let's say you did net let's say you put on 20 pounds and you netted one more pound of skeletal tissue, right? You gained one pound of muscle, right? Actual tissue. Well, now you have to diet off 20 pounds, right? And the odds of you keeping that one pound with dieting off 20 pounds of fat is pretty unlikely. Mm-hmm. Like at best, maybe you'll net a 10th more of that. Right. All that extra work for maybe a 10th more than that, you know? So it just doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. Like when you're talking about net gains. So and the only thing I'm worried about is net gains. I'm never right. worried about total gains. And that's the problem is people get obsessed with the scale and they're like, oh, I'm gaining a pound a week. And I'm like, not of muscle. You're not. Right. There's not a female 
that with like an Ashley build on this planet, unless they're in their first like year of lifting. Yes, who, the newbie yeah, lifters. That's going to be gaining that much muscle. And even that's pretty unrealistic. So yes. it's like, you know, so, but I see it. I'll see a girl who's like five years in. She's like, oh, I'm going to gain one pound a week for 20 weeks. And I'm like, you're, that's just not how these things work. I wish it was how these things work. Yeah, yeah that'd be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that whole thing, you know, that's another thing to look at. It's like, even, I always say this too, it's like, so when you do go to cut and you have like 20 pounds to lose, but then again, you're really trying to, you know, put on some muscle or you're trying to keep your muscle or trying to make the most of your improvement season. You only have so much energy. If you have to dedicate most of your energy to doing cardio and in a deficit, you're going to feel like crap and your weights are, your weightlifting is probably going to take a little, little bit of a hit, right? Because the energy, the lack of calories, you know, um, whereas like me, I'm just like coasting in, like I can focus a lot more attention on, on lifting weights. Cause I'm not as concerned about losing body fat. You know, it's not a, as big of a task because whether we like to admit or not, one thing is going to take priority over the other. And if you are close to competing and you still need to lose all this weight, guess what? You're going to feel like crap because you have to lose all this. Your, your energy is going to be down. You're going to prioritize cardio and low calories Whereas me, I'm just like coasting in, you know, I think that's like a benefit to me. And I, I don't think people realize when I do prep and stuff, it's not as extreme as people think. Like I barely do cardio these days. I'm not doing any cardio right now. Um, my calories aren't crazy low and I enjoy my food. It's not that much different, honestly, whether I'm in season or off. I kind of just right when I'm completely off, like right now, I'm not doing any cardio, whereas like when I'm a few weeks from a show, I might do, we were doing like, what, three sessions a week? You yeah. know, like, what's that? It's like, like 20 minutes on the stepper. It's that's, nothing. That's what I tell, you know, I'll get, I'll get inquiries and sometimes the inquiries are really scared of cardio. They're like, really scared of uh, prep. They're like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to, if I'm going to be able to do this, you know, because the prep seems so crazy. And I'm like, you're looking at the girls who are, have to lose 30 pounds to get in shape for a show. And they glamorize how hard it is and the grind and all this. And they glamorize it with, oh, I'm not eating and I'm doing all this cardio. And it's like a badge of honor type of thing. And in, in reality, I'm like, you're actually already fit. And you're like, right. you're pretty close to where you need to be in terms of your body fat level. You just need to lose, you know, 12 pounds to get ready for a show, 15 pounds to get ready for a show. You're pretty much going to be doing what you're doing now. Just maybe a little bit less carbs and a little bit more cardio. Like you're not, you're so close to it already that it's not that big of a difference because you're staying fit. You know, you're yeah. not transforming into every show. So that's the, that's the difference. So sometimes people need to hear that too, that we see the, the problem is we give, um, people get props for that grind, right? They're like, Oh, you got this. Oh, you're, you got this. I'm like, wait, hold on. They got this. Why are they in the hole anyway? They've been doing this for right. years. Like, yeah. Like, she deserves it. She worked so hard. <laughs> that's why I always say, when you say I'm the hardest worker, I'm like, mm, I don't know. Smarter. Maybe harder. You won't catch me doing two hours of cardio on 800 calories. I could, I could argue that's a harder worker, right? Yeah. But it's not the smartest way to go, right? <laughs> so it's all you look at it. But, you know, like I said, if you are one of those people that you want to indulge in the off season and stuff, and if it works for you, I'm not, I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm saying what works for me. All I'm saying is I have a technique that works for me personally. Um, and people shouldn't pretend to be my coach. Like they know better. Yeah. Mm. Cause I always say, Oh really? You have that perfect recipe, huh? You have that perfect recipe to win the Olympia. Then why aren't you at the Olympia? Yeah. 
Yeah. What? Well, why don't you apply it to your athletes? If if you know everything, why didn't they win? Yeah, like zero pro wins on their resume. Oh my god! <laughs> or, or to be Those competitors the themselves. Like, like, oh girl. Okay, you got the recipe, huh? Why aren't you at the Olympia? Those are the those are the funniest ones. Like the coaches, it'll be like like we'll be talking smack, and I'm like, you have, you have, I have more pro wins than you have overalls at local shows. <laughs> like, who, what are you what are you thinking? You know, and it's funny because all the competitive coaches, we all talk and like are friends, you know, but the ones that are like coming up like want to bash what we're doing. And if I have an issue or a question, I'll like just ask my buddy who's another coach and he'll ask me. And it's like, we're all super friendly with like how we're doing things. It's, it's the ones that are coming up that have no resume that are like saying we're doing it wrong. Right. And I'm like, like, okay, guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you hear that on the coaching side, but as like, I get it as good competitors too. It's like, like these competitors that like got like, they competed like twice at a local show NPC and they think that they have yeah. the recipe. They have the recipe for me. Apparently. So it's like, well, girl, well, if you know all the answers, come on. I'll see you, <laughs> like, I'll see you at the Olympia next year. <laughs> you know, the, the moral of the story is we're all different. Yeah. We're all built different. We all have different preferences and different ways to do things. There's not necessarily only one way to be successful. There's many. And we should recognize that. Things that work for you that might not work for somebody else. Um, but I like the way I'm doing it. That's why I have so much fun because I'm not not in constant misery with prep. Does it get harder at times? Yes, of course, especially when I'm doing something like the Arnold or the Olympia. A lot of it's mental too. Of course it's hard at times. Of course it is. But I'm not miserable 24-7 like people make it out to be. They think that I live this life and I'm, oh my God, I must be a zombie. I must be just in misery and just, no. I, I I like how I feel. I like how I look. I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm doing things my way. And I like it. Yeah. You know, don't have to follow what I do, but just be, just know that there's multiple ways to go about things. I enjoy my food. I enjoy my lifestyle. I enjoy my daily schedule. I enjoy my workouts. There's nothing really that I hate. I hate right now. It's I'm living, living the dream. Yeah. I like, I like it. I like it a lot. And, um, you know, like I said, I'm smart though. I will listen to my body. I'm smart. So if, if, I don't look a certain way. I won't jump into a show or, you know, I do the best I can with what I'm given. And I think like my lifestyle is set up very well for this. I don't have a lot of like things that kind of hold me back as far as finances or family or pets. Even you got a dog, regret that. <laughs> um, you know, and I think my body is actually pretty good for this as well. Not, not just like from a physique standpoint, but I'm very durable. I'm very durable. I'm a freaking cockroach, okay? That's why I call myself the cockroach, which that's a nickname I, get, I gave myself because people are like, oh my God, that's so mean to call him the cockroach. I'm like, no, I am. I'm here to stay. You can't get rid of me. I'm hard to break down. I can survive nuclear freaking attacks, okay? I'm a freaking cockroach. And I like that much better than a goat because it's... A little people like I, I hashtag goat roach and people goat like that goat roach. Ro- the grooch the yeah oh that's kind of cool the grooch I like yeah. that yeah yeah I mean whatever <laughs> whatever floats your boat but yeah I think my body's really good with this and like as far as like how I prep it's I, I'm I, I've said this previously for me it's like mm, how do I say I can maintain really well harder for me to get like to lose easily though it's not like I would start a diet and like whoop there goes three pounds. Like now nah, takes me a while. So, but I'm really good at maintaining yeah. for it's, it's for me, it's like 
hard to gain fat, but also hard to lose fat, if that makes sense. And I know scientifically it doesn't make sense. Maybe it's in my head, but to me, it feels like my scale doesn't shift much either way. So I kind of just hover in this comfortable yeah. Six pound range. And I know that that whole set point theory thing isn't really a, a true thing, but you know, there's some, there's some, there's also no one that really sits at that level for so long that it, it could might be not, habits you know? too. Yeah. Yeah. Actual habits. It might, a set point theory more than anything is what accumulation of just habits. Right. And, and maybe it is like, oh, I feel a little more uncomfortable the fluffier I get. So mm-hmm. I'm just natural. I would naturally like pull back. You know, you know? there's, there is this, um, and this is, gosh, Kimber told me about this girl and I forget who it is, but it was a cool story. And it's, so this, this woman, she never gained weight and she's, she's older and she's never gained weight. And she would just w- wake up every day and she would step on the scale. And if she was up a little higher, she would diet that day. And if she was down a little lower, she would eat a little. That, that makes day. sense. And I was like, and, and, but it's, the problem is, is like, everyone would say, oh, that's a problem. You don't want to weigh yourself and diet basically. But that's what she did. And she's like, not a fitness girl. Right. She's just so a cute lady, you know, and, um, would want to just stay in shape and stay fit, not get overweight. And she's like, yeah, I would just stay at this weight where I feel best. And if I gain, um, if I gain weight, then that's a diet day. And if I lose weight, then I can eat that day. There you go. Isn't that cool? See, it's so simple. That's (laughs) probably like me for, for example. And I even noticed that too. It's like my actual hunger will go down if I'm a little fluffier. Like I'll just be like, I'm just not that hungry today. And, and it, it's not, I'm not even like making that connection in my mind. Like, oh yeah, I was a little bit up on the scale these last few days. I, it's like, it's almost like my body just wants to regulate itself. Yeah. It's like, nope, you're good. You don't need no cravings for you. No hunger. You're yeah, fine. You're, you're like, I'm telling you. Your glutens on filing yeah. off. Right? You're, so you're like, yeah. It's like, I'm telling you, I'm so like, I'm made for this. I, and I, I hate to say it like that, but I really do feel like my body's very made for, to, to last. It's made to last. It's very durable. Okay. <laughs> so it's made to last. You're a Jeep. You're a, there you you're go. a Jeep, I mean, It's not the best at like putting on muscle. I'm not saying like I can just pick up a way to put on muscle, not in that aspect, but it's really good at just like, it's in it for the long haul, I guess is my best way to describe it. I'm in it for the long haul. So is my body. We're out here rolling. You picked the right long. sport then. Right? Yeah, I know. One of the few. That's, it's, it's funny because there are times where I'm like, you're just kind of made for this. It's so weird. Like I'll be like going through check-ins or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, you're just kind of made for this. Like, right. yeah, it's right. so funny. Yeah. That's why I think it's funny when people are like, when are you going to retire? And I'm like, <laughs> probably way after you will. Yeah. You know? yeah. Uh, um, yeah. That's funny. But, um, yeah. So, okay. But, anyway, I know we're getting close, but, um, I just want to briefly go over a few other things. Yeah. Rest of the year. And so then- first off, I took a deload week after Vancouver and it was nice. I didn't work out. For nine days, I just did some intuitive eating, which don't recommend for everyone because it can backfire. But for me, I'm very, I got a really good hold on like my cravings. I'm not a foodie. I don't really have that bad of cravings. Hunger is rare. So I kept it in check. I just had some foods that I haven't had in a while. You yeah. know, nothing for, too too bad, just food. For you, intuitive eating is fine. For yeah. uh, for a lot of people, intuitive eating is- uh, Do not recommend. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> it's cheap. It means cheap meals seven for seven yeah. days. You know what I mean? It's, it's, so you have to be very, the right people have to be doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So just, uh, do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> Don't do what I do unless you know. I think you're a good intuitive eater. Yeah, We're yeah. both a good intuitive See, yeah. look, we got that. <laughs> We're good at this. We're both, a fr- you know what it is, is we both have that, which is- I think it's healthy to have the the fear of the aftermath of eating too bad. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I'll be eating, if I'm eating something bad, um, like actually over the weekend, what did I have? I had, 
Oh, I was I was at the fight, and so I had um, the I had a steak, and they had it came with fries, but I had like four of them because I was like, I really don't want to like go up. And so I'm like, I got the taste, I'm good. I don't want to yeah. deal with the cardio or whatever that comes with it, you know. Right. So I'm like, these are good enough, I'm fine. Yeah, but, I'm a, I'm a picker, I'm a sampler. Like yeah. I have curious taste buds, but I don't. I actually hate that feeling of being very full. Like, yeah. Oh, I. I want to be like ready for another meal in like eight hours. Like I don't like, have you ever been so full? You go to bed full and then you wake up and you're still full. Oh, I yeah. don't like that. I, I was like, I didn't want to be sitting at the event for like six hours and just like, oh yeah. Yeah. Full belly. yeah. 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 So yeah, we're, we're good at that. Uh, but uh, you're even more crazy than me when it comes to working out. Cause I can take nine days off from the gym completely and I feel perfectly fine and I have no guilt, but I know you feel like a slob yeah. if you take a few days off. I so that's your it. thing. Yeah. I have no problem. I'll be like, yeah, I'll take <laughs> nine days off. Yeah. So I didn't lift or anything yeah. for nine days. I didn't really lose muscle. I just, I just got some good rest. Yeah, I think you needed it, actually. I think you, you, your nervous system needed it, and I think it was good for you. you for know? the mental, most importantly. Yeah. It's like a, like a weight lift off your shoulders. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, so with that being said, after my little break, I think uh, think after my deload, I'm probably going to be done to Olympia, which might be shocking to people. And the reason why, I feel very satisfied and confident off these four shows that we nailed it, figuring everything out. And at some point with the sport, people don't realize there is a little bit of a strategy involved with it. Not just like physique wise, but actual like confidence strategy. Right. So we won last four shows in a row with a perfect, score. with a perfect score. <laughs> um, but I feel good about it. I'm yeah. like, I left off. That's a good note to leave off. Cause every show after that is a little risk. Like what if I do worse at this show or something's off and then my confidence kind of takes a little bit of a hit. Like, oh man, I thought I was doing good. And you know, oh man. And then I get to build up my confidence momentum. But I think this year we got done what we needed to do, figured a lot out, learned a lot. Um, my confidence is good. I feel good about this. So part of me wants to keep competing, but part of me was like, you know what? I want to keep it here. I'm going to keep it here. Not necessarily body related. Like I said, I, I, in my personal opinion, I think I was getting better with each show. Um, um, sometimes photos don't necessarily reflect that because first off, like I said, they're going to be week to week to week. Um, but also the lighting is also different, which is a big thing. Yeah. Light, soft light versus harsh light. But I feel good about those shows. So I might as well just let that be until Olympia and just roll right into it. But there is a possibility I could compete before. But yeah, probably. she gets bored. She, gets, she was bored like a week after this. She's like, she's like, I'm kind of bored. I'd really, she's like. <laughs> yeah, but you know, going back to like gambling, you know, like four in a row, that's pretty good. That's pretty solid. Anything after that is for sure icing on the cake, but I feel like we've learned so much and I feel so satisfied with it. You know, I feel like we got the hard work done. Now that doesn't mean I'm not, I'm not going to compete even more though this year because listen, after Olympia, I'm going ham. Okay. I just warning you. Because I've like after Olympia, we're gonna hit up all the shows, and then I have to get eye surgery, and then I probably won't do Arnold honestly because my eye surgery. So I'm putting this out there in advance. I'm probably getting eye surgery after, like, well, probably in December after I'm done competing for the year. So I probably won't do the Arnold. So I'm putting that out there now because I know somebody's gonna say, "Oh my God, you're avoiding the big shows." <laughs> oh. You're only doing small shows. Why don't you do Olympia? Why, why don't you do Arnold? Well, because, God, 
Ask my eye, okay? <laughs> but that's probably what's going to happen, so I'm just putting it out there. Yeah, small shows in bikini where there's like 28 girls. It's like there's <laughs> no such thing as a small, a small show, show in bikini. bikini. Oh, right. my God. I'm so, <laughs> Dude, people are, people are crazy. So, like, it's funny because if there's, a, like, some high talent at a show and I don't compete there, it's like, well, why didn't you just go and compete there, Ashley? It's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not a mind reader. I don't know what show they're competing in. Like, I literally don't know who's competing in the show until – the day before when we're at check-in. It's super rare. I, People I don't, don't know. usually, it's it's pretty, it happens here and there where someone will be like, oh, I'm five weeks out from whatever show. But it's, it's so rare. Like you never, like until the Monday of the show, you kind of don't know who's doing exactly. what. Yeah. And even then it's not, I'm not like going to be like, oh, that person's doing that show in, a, in some random place. Like, oh yeah, let me go there just for that. Like, I'm not petty like that. Yeah. I'll do shows I want to do. They're more than welcome to show up and I'll compete against them, but I'm not going to go out of my way in an inconvenient scenario to compete about against one person. But that also doesn't mean I'm necessarily avoiding big shows or anything either. Like I yeah. did Arnold, I did Pittsburgh, leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> when you're, you know, that's just how it is. When you're on top, you get the most criticism. Oh, yeah. just no, it's, it's it. all yeah. good. I have a good life. Yeah. I, you know, honestly, I think more people understand me and are, of that mindset than the aren't. And honestly, when they're not and they speak against it, they get clowned on. So yeah, you don't want to be that person. It's so hard too. It's so funny. <laughs> I like, yeah. It's, so it's whatever. I'm, yeah. I, I love my life. I'm living a good life and I'm very satisfied with what we just did this year. And I feel good about it. Yeah. What do you feel like, Adam? What I'm, do you, what's I'm, your word of your thoughts? I feel like I've been, I've been a chatty Kathy. I like it. That is good. Sometimes it's me. Sometimes it's you. The, um, no, I'm happy. I'm happy with the, with the, the biggest thing that we learned this year was I was one, I was really happy with your posing routine. Yeah. At the end, it got much better. Yeah. That's something because that's, that's a lot of, I related things to. Yeah. I don't think people realize I really don't. First off, I, I like the basic complaints stuff for sure. I think it's sim simplicity is, is amazing, but also I don't want to try all these turns and stuff whenever I, I see double 24 seven, like it's just asking for an error. But anyway, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, there's very there's very <laughs> few things at this stage where you can really make dramatic. Uh, there's really nothing you can make a dramatic improvement in it anymore. Like your back walk this year, I was stoked with. Yeah, that I got complimented on it. That came out of nowhere. And that was always something that's like, you know, on my side, I'm like, I've kind of done what I can. It's kind of like she has, has to practice and find it. You know, it's kind of like, you know, one of those things is like, well, she can get that a little bit better. And that's pretty much one of the only like, and it's not even a hole, but it could get better. You know, that was like one of the things I was like, oh, it could get better. And it's like, it was so good. The last time, the last few shows, I was like, dang, it's not even better. It's good. It's like a good backwalk. Like it's legit, you know? And then, so I was happy with that confidence on stage. Um, and on, on, on that side of things, that's what was the main thing. And then when I'm seeing your shoulders next to everyone was really helpful for me I too. Like, My you, shoulders can hang now. Yeah. When you're, there's just been, there's been a few times where I'm like, uh, well, yeah, she's a little smaller, you know, but her aesthetics, I'm like her aesthetics and her balance is always what's going to sell her. Um, but then this year I was like, wow, her balance aesthetics conditioning and her, her size is now there. That's, she looks just like the girls in shoulder wise and next year. Now it's not more, now it's not like, okay, is all these features and her Ashley's back good enough? Um, to offset maybe being smaller from the front, right? Because it was always kind of one of those things. You're you're worried. Okay, is it does does she is is that enough? But now it's like no, that's actually winning from the front. <laughs> like she's winning from the front. She's winning from the back. Like she is moved up. We're getting like more complete. Yeah, it's a pretty the puzzle pieces are coming together. It's a pretty complete package, and I think that the last thing was um, 
I think that the carb thing with you was our, we figured that out a while back and you just, you're the carb thing's pretty easy with you at this point. We have it pretty, pretty dialed, but the water thing was something still that I think needed attention. And, um, good thing we did that last show. Yeah. And I think that it just comes down to, um, the time of the day that the show's going to go on and then us just taking a percentage water wise of what you did yes. divided by the hour. Mm-hmm. And it just is going to be pretty simple math now to figure that out. Absolutely. So, um, so yeah, that's, I'm very happy with it. And I'm happy that you're as an athlete to your, your, um, you know, I don't think it's necessary for you to take this much time off, but it is. I'm happy that you're doing it too because of the, the yeah, unless I change my mind. Yeah. Because I do think that there's something to be said about going from four shows back to back and having just this confidence yeah, and, and whatnot. It feels good. Yeah. And it, I feel even more, not even just the fact that I won, but we figured so much out yeah. and I'm so proud of my physique at the end. I really, I'm really happy about the back walk, by the way. Yeah. yeah you crushed that back walk now. That was yeah, great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's been a, it's been a really good year. It's uh pretty much as best the year you could expect. You hit the, the, the 40 marker too, which is cool. You're at 41 now, yeah. but the, uh, the, the 40 goal was, is just, you know, it's a cool thing to think about. Yeah. It's crazy to think about. It's crazy. And you were there for it. Yeah. I really and, had to be there in for that, Romania. Yeah. I got third, my 30th win in Romania in what was it? 2021? Yeah. 2020, yeah. 2021. Yeah. And I was like, I know you were like, oh man, I wish I was there for the 30th. Yeah. But we got 40th in the hometown. You were there. It was really cool moment. Yeah, it was cool. It was, it was awesome. And then it was cool to Sandy was there too, which is like, you know, that's history. You know, especially when she's there. Cause she's like the most historical judge in women's divisions probably will ever have. Right. So it was like cool to see her there too. And she, my team she yeah, she saw it and she was like, is this 40? Like she had to like, she said, this is it. Right. It was, it was cool yeah. that like, it was just cool, cool to see, um, to watch, to watch history happen in a sport that you've grown up with your whole life is, uh, is pretty cool to, pretty cool to see, you know? Absolutely. So, so what happens when I get to 50? Yeah. Oh, I got a plan for when you get to 50. <laughs> well, maybe by the end of next year, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I can scoop gonna, up some more this year yeah. at the Olympia. We'll see. I got a 50 plan for Ashley. We'll yes. see. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah, it's been a great year. And like I said, I, very proud of what we've accomplished. I feel very satisfied. Learned a lot. I got, in order for me to learn, I got uncomfortable too. Tried new things. Yeah. Came in a little fuller. Some, and when we when you're a little fuller, you're also going to sacrifice a little conditioning. So besides the Arnold, I wasn't quite as conditioned this year. And that was always something that made me nervous. It seemed to be like the judges were like, yeah, this is great. Like, you know, so maybe moving forward I don't have to get quite as lean lean as like let's say the Arnold's I definitely think I should get a little leaner than I was these four shows that just a little bit so my tie-ins come through but it's good to know like okay I have a it's like I have a better plan for us you know it's it's coming together the puzzle pieces yeah coming together this is going to be definitely one of the most exciting Olympia years I'm excited. There's a lot, there's a lot of stories at this Olympia. So yeah, as always, as always, every Olympia is this. So it starts coming right away. You're like, okay, what's this? What could happen here? What could happen here? But yeah, you're the, you're the best prepared that you've been for any Olympia going into it at this point. Absolutely. So that's the, that's the, the, the best. And all you can do is your best, right? Whatever happens, happens. But exactly. yeah, you are, we have the knowledge, we have the experience, we have the, the show, uh, show rounds of success. Um, you know, nothing's been off so much this year, you know, so it's, you know, your walk is better, your, your physique is better. So it's, yeah, it's cool. You know, it's, I think, I think some people don't realize that, you know, um, 
you can compete so much and not be fading and getting better, but yeah, you're getting clearly getting better every time. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah. And that's with, that's really cool to see too, that for a lot of people out there, yeah, you can compete often and get better, not necessarily start fading, you know, and you haven't had any signs of that this year. So it's been cool. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So. It's like this year started off a little rough. I'm not going to lie. Start off rough with all Arnold, uh, a little rough at the Pittsburgh too, just because I couldn't focus and I just wasn't, my head wasn't in it. But it definitely peaked up, and it's become one of my favorite years. That's good. That's good. I feel really good. And um, there's more to come, too. Because like I said, after Olympia, I'm not going to be done. So, yay. (laughs) All right, guys. So that's it. With that. Thank you guys so much for watching. It's a fun one. It's a fun, like, get to kind of a get to know what happened this year type of thing. This is one of those, like, Ashley's talking too much ones. Oh, we need those. We need those. Those are fun. Hopefully you were just like, I didn't feel like talking that much. No, you know what I love about these podcasts, Ashley? Because you're, you know, obviously you've been to, we talk all the time. You're one of my best friends. It's like sometimes, it's like it gives us like an hour to just talk about the week too. Like just touch base and just see everything's going. And we talk in our check-ins and every day at the office. But like, these are fun for me, you know? Yeah, it's like like, they get to eavesdrop on our conversation yeah, yeah exactly so <laughs> it's cool it's cool so um yeah thank you guys so much for everything and your support and yeah what i want to say too is that i was at usa's this weekend yes oh and and we, you know i will give a shout out to uh to tina tina to, to tina tina who is now a pro who trained she, under ashley yeah right? she was my girl mm-hmm. yeah she two, did so good we're proud of her and she wore my lucky suit i let her borrow my angel competition bikinis code Ashley K fit at checkout suit <laughs> and she won in it and that was kind of cool isn't that cool that was when I won Sass- Sassy's matching one. Oh, was that that it was that yeah. the one okay that's yeah, cool so it's a winning suit oh that's that's even perfect for her yeah. to be the matchy one of Sassy so <laughs> so yeah so Tutu Tina got her pro card and I just want to say thanks to all the girls that were backstage and, and they were all coming up and they're they were all um talking about you and really? saying they listen to the podcast. They, they were like, yeah, I listen to you and you and Ashley in the podcast, all my cardio and all my, you I know, love that. I'm like, she's here. Like, cause I was backstage, but you were in the front. Yeah. I was like, she's here. And like a couple of the girls, uh, they're like, they're like, nah, and I was like, yeah. And I was like, I'll show you where she's at. So you can see her. Like, I, I walked them to like the front and like pointed to you. They're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to lose That's it. She's so on stage. Cute. I didn't tell you that. I should have told you that no. there. And they're like, like, oh my God, I'm going to lose it. I'm going right in front oh, of her. And it was, it was cool. That's so. adorable. See, <laughs> it's like savor these moments, yeah. Adam. This is so cool. What a cool life we live. Yeah. yeah this is, oh. I love it. I'm freaking Cinderella, you know, just yeah. a girl from it's Akron, almost, Ohio. It's, you know, it's almost too cool because we both are never going to retire. <laughs> like, yeah. like we're both like cockroaches. Yeah. It's You're just a cockroach like, too. I know. I love it. I love it. As long as you don't pick up a new hobby, like. No. And get, get obsessed with I'm it too, i'm afraid sometimes i'm like too when old you, no but you you're so good at so many things that it worries me that you're gonna pick up a new talent and just go for it like poker or something yeah no i've lost too much in poker well it could <laughs> be anything yeah you're right don't no, get too i'm always afraid of it too don't like the, get too the, involved the boxing thing i'm always worried about you know what's funny is when I get too into the boxing, someone will knock me out pretty much. And then I start realizing, okay, yeah, maybe this isn't perfect. Yeah, it's like right bikini. Yeah. Bikini prep's a lot healthier. It's a lot healthier. It, it so, hurts a lot less. Yeah. And I start thinking that I'm pretty good. And the next thing you know, sparring session goes to go my way. And I'm like, yeah, bikini coaching is a lot. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's looking, it's looking put, good right put now. Put some more energy towards that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for watching. Talk to you later.